This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, Blue Wire listeners. I cannot believe it's already March, but I am so excited because March is one of my favorite months out of the year because of the big dance. Oh, yeah. March Madness, baby. The big tournament is just a couple of weeks away. So what you have to do is make sure you head to betonline.ag and open an account today because you got to get in on the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, which starts on March 15th. And yes, I said $100,000. And I also said March 15th. So you don't have a lot of time to enter, y'all. And the thing is, you don't need to be a hardcore gambler or anything like that to get in on the action, okay? With multiple entries available, it's this season's best chance to cash in. And remember, the NBA and XFL are still going strong. So whatever your passion is, Bet Online is the place to be for all your betting needs. So again, visit our good friends and exclusive partner, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Yes, they are the best in the business, I promise you. Sign up for a free account and make sure you use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. In the shotgun, Carr's going to throw, pumps, looks end zone, throws for the end zone, wide open, James Jones, touchdown, Raiders! I'm not a big gambler, I only play the slots, because you know what they say, scared money, don't make money, and I got scared money. Rodgers, to the end zone, caught for the touchdown, James Gruden has not coached since 2008. So what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level? You know, and it's just Cali swag. How's it going, Raider Nation? This is Keeping It 300, brought to you by Blue Wire and our friends at betonline.ag. I'm Fallon Smith, and guess who is back? James <laughs> DeAndre Jones. And yes, I'm using your government name because I was a little salty you That's missed last week, you know, but That's I'm, all good. I'm slowly getting over it. It's all good. There we go. That's all right. As long as you're getting over it, that's all that matters, man. <laughs> and and as long as you're here today, when there's actually stuff that is going on. I'm here today, ready to go, man. I'm not really a big fan of off seasons, man. You, I know. you just talk about all this he say, she say stuff, man, and stuff that ain't never even really going to happen. The good news, <laughs> there's actually something going on. So we are yeah, recording, got, yeah. while we yeah. are recording this uh, Monday afternoon, March 2nd, and the 2020 NFL Scouting Combine is in the books. It wrapped up yesterday in Indy. We're going to discuss some of our dream prospects for the Raiders. Uh, but first, we will start with comments made by Mike Mayock and head coach John Gruden. They were the headliners in Indy. There was all this noise, of course, when they were getting interviewed. The number one topic of discussion was who? 
Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. So I'm going to play right now a rip of sound bites from the week when uh, Gruden and Mayock met with various media outlets. Um, and of course, again, the number one topic was the future of Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. We're not looking to actively move him at all. Okay, we know what we have and we appreciate it. I, I really, I really think Derek's a heck of a player, and I got a lot of respect for what he has done. It was some tough circumstances, so uh, I'm not going to uh, answer every media rumor out there. I just can't do it. I'm just going to listen to my serious rock and roll classic vinyl and keep working. But I, I love what Derek Carr did and love what he brings to our team and um, anxious to, to continue to build around him. I mean, the bottom line is this. I think everybody needs to understand at what level Derek Carr played last year, okay? The guy completed 70% of his passes. He had almost a 3-to-1 touchdown interception ratio. I think we're number 11 in the league in total yards. We were seventh and third down conversions. We did a lot of really good things on offense last year. The disconnect was we didn't score a lot of points. You're 11 in yards and 24 in points. There's an issue. It's defense, it's special teams, it's not scoring in the red zone, and it's not scoring in goal-to-goal, okay? So, to me, those are the issues. Derek Carr played at a high level. I'm very happy with Derek Carr. What I've told everybody I've been in touch with since the day I took this job is we're going to evaluate every position every year. And if we can get better, we will. And I guys get tired of me saying that, but that's really what I told Mark Davis before I took the job, and that, that's my mantra. You don't understand how good a quarterback Derek Carr is. Point number one is, listen, we got a quarterback in year two with John Gruden that's playing at a high level. There aren't many human beings out there that are going to play at a higher level than he does, okay? The caveat to that, and what gets people all excited, is I came in day one, and I said, look, my job is to evaluate every position every year, and if we can get better, we will. If we can't, we won't. And people, ah, oh, you open the door and you're not. That, that, that's crazy. I mean, oh, John and I, philosophy. John and I respect and know what we have in Derek Carr. Trust me. Okay, all the rumors that are out there are rumors. My job is to evaluate every quarterback that's a free agent, every running back that's a free agent, every wideout, every lineman, and I do. Okay, so <laughs> so there's a lot to kind of unravel there because here's the thing: Derek Carr haters will take those comments one way. Derek Carr supporters will take those comments another way. Um, and I just want to go first because you weren't here on the on last week's podcast and I kind of discussed this a little bit. And also two weeks ago, um, I had said time and time again that John Gruden and Mike Mayock will do their due diligence and evaluate every position, including the quarterback position, because that is their job. However, the problem I do have with that, James Jones, is because if Tom Brady... Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, those guys were your quarterback, you would come out and say, so-and-so is our quarterback, end of story, point blank, period. Instead, they are leaving those those comments open-ended and up for interpretation, which, in my opinion, is lightweight disrespectful to Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. It's not 100% all in support which means they're not 100% all in. But he did say things that we have been saying, that Carr is the least of their problems, that he's played at a high level, and that the disconnect is obviously with points per game. Um, and that's yeah. not just on the offense. That's also on defense, special teams, etc. So mm. what did you think about those comments? Because, come on, 
it wasn't 100%, I'm all in with Derek Carr. It did leave things open. Well, number one, I feel like, why do we even have to say that? Like, we're not even entertaining all you rumors and all that type stuff. We know who our quarterback is, so it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to come out and say, oh, Derek Carr's our guy just because the media spread rumors. Who cares? Keep talking. Inside of this building, we know how special Derek Carr is. We know that we have to build around him, like I've been saying since day one. There's no quarterback that's out there going to Super Bowl with a trash team with a trash you know what i'm saying (laughs) and without a number one receiver i'm just saying period i'm not saying the raiders is just a trash team but i'm just saying there's no quarterback out there winning super bowls that doesn't have people around him tom brady has had a top 10 defense every time he has things around him yeah and that's what i love what mayock said the most is man we gotta build around him you know there is no Derek Carr just going to take us to the promised land like everybody wants him to do with not a lot of weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to build around him and he is a very special quarterback. But listen, I don't care if they came out and said Derek Carr's our guy or not. As long as they know, just because we're getting all these rumors, it doesn't mean like, oh, we have to come out and we have to stand up for Derek Carr now. No, Derek Carr knows that he's our guy. Whatever conversations that we've been having with him, he knows that he's our guy. So it doesn't who cares if we got to come out to the media and say it? But I love that, yes, they finally did come out and say something at the combine to let the world know and Raider Nation know that what they think about their car. But I knew it all, all along. I've been trying to tell everybody since day one. So, you know, now they can listen to me since Mayock said the same exact thing I was saying. But it's funny because, like I said, Derek Carr haters are going to take his comments one way. Derek Carr supporters will take it another way. And literally— Well, Derek Carr haters better get him a number four jersey because he's running out there at the beginning of the season. <laughs> and he's running out there next season <laughs> and well, the season yeah. after that. Unless an injury or something happens, knock on wood. But he's the quarterback of the Oakland Raiders for the future. They are going to build around him. So you better go get you a— Derek Carr jersey and start supporting and jump on the Dame bandwagon. Uh, okay, but my whole point was that people took it one way because they did leave it open-ended and up for interpretation, including myself because, like, the whole time I'm going, yeah, Mayock, yeah, tell them, tell them. Then at the end when they go back to, we're gonna you know, evaluate every position. That's his philosophy, oh, but, and but I understand it. But it's true, okay. though. But it's yeah. true, though. I've been, I've been in a room with the Green Bay Packers where it was myself, Young Donald Driver still getting 1,000, 1,200 yards a year. Yeah. Greg Jennings. My, and then they draft Jordy. we like, what in the hell? Yeah, is they, yeah. And then the next year they draft Randall. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're it right. Doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Like, But this is a different position, though. You get a lot of receivers. This is a different position. But it don't position. matter. They're trying to better their better their football team. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, so you're, look, supposed you're to the starter, you're the guy, but you're supposed to evaluate every position. Can we get better? And what if it is a certain quarterback that's there for them in the second round or third round and it's going to better their team if something does happen to Derek Carr? Yeah. Take him. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it don't right. necessarily mean Derek Carr ain't our guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But at one point, if this kid can help our team win, you know what I'm saying? We're going to take him and we evaluate every position every year. Doesn't mean that a Pro Bowl player like Derek Carr had a bad year because he didn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we just, hey, that's our job. We are a GM and head coach. That's our job to just look at everything. At the end of the day, 
Raider Nation. Get your four jersey. Get your four jersey. And <laughs> the number one issue here on this Raiders team is not Derek Carr. They have bigger problems and bigger fish to fry, and he's not even one of those problems. So I think you guys need to back on up and trust Mike Mayock and John Gruden, especially if they do stick with number four, which we think that they will. And you know what's so crazy? Even in 2016, because everyone wants to talk about his regression and all this other stuff since 2016, yada, yada, yada. You know the defense. They gave up a crap ton of points and a crap ton of yards but what did they do James good get after the quarterback they created turnovers no they created yeah. turnovers they the the Raiders had I think it was a plus 16 turnover margin Ooh. at that time uh, I think it was tied for first in the league at plus 16 last year minus two yeah that's not good so guess what y'all it's not yeah. just DC a lot a lot a lot is on that Raiders defense and again even Mike may pointing <laughs> at special teams all phases of the game it's not Derek Carr, y'all. It's a team game, man. Team game. Take a deep breath, Raider Nation. It's going to be okay. And guess what? The exciting thing, you guys should be excited because the Raiders have all this cap space and draft capital. So this is going to be a huge offseason for the Raiders. They will be able to fix a ton of their issues. And their roster entering 2020, you're going to be very excited about. At least I hope that's the case. Um, Let's see. There is one thing to report. You're not on... Twitter or Instagram, you know, all the time. You're not really checking your phone all the time when you're off because today you're off. Um, But a report did come out today that the Raiders will not aggressively pursue Tom Brady. Did you see that part? Man, I knew that. I ain't got to see it. I've been telling the world that, man. The Raiders are not going to go after Tom Brady. It's all rumors, man. Everybody want to write an article. Everybody want to say something. It's not going to happen. Why would you do it? You know what I mean? He didn't even have a better year than Derek Carr last year. Derek Carr's a hundred years younger. Why are you <laughs> going to bring bring a guy in like yeah. it's not going to happen? I've been saying that, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah I know Twitter, Instagram, and all that <laughs> a lot, but <laughs> checking my phone. But hey, I knew that. Exactly. I do knew that. I'm not surprised at all because if you're going to move on from Derek Carr, you move on with a 20 something year old, not a 40 something year old. Despite exactly. the fact that you know it would bring some fanfare and some hype entering Vegas, but it's a short term solution. And still lose though. Yeah, you bring a couple new fans. But then at, at week eight, they go all stop coming. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, in other news, um, I guess when talking to reporters, Gruden said that he is going to let safety Carl Joseph test the free market or the free agent market. So no surprise there. Um, I think the same is going to be said about corner Daryl Worley. And here's why, James, which makes me really excited. I'm not even going to lie. The Raiders, they need a number one corner, right? And, of course, Worley is not that. Uh, but that brings me to... Another rumor, another report out there this past week that the Raiders will heavily pursue 27-year-old Cowboys free agent quarter Byron Jones. Oh, yeah. And yes, please, yes, they're please. They're not the only one. They're not I mean, the they're only. not the only ones, but but I feel like I'm, I'm saying the Raiders yeah. are in great position. They have the money yeah. to pay him, yeah. for one. Las yeah. Vegas is very sexy, very sexy destination. It's it's very appealing to free agents. Yep. And money is the biggest thing that's appealing. So and, and we got <laughs> it. But the Raiders got it. Exactly. So forget where they could be playing in, in Missouri next to you. If yeah. they offer him the right money, he's yes. going he's gonna to come. So, I mean, I love it. I mean, I think they're going to be battling with a lot of people because, I mean, shoot, Byron Jones is a heck of a player that you can move all over the field. I mean, he plays the slot. He follows the best wide receiver. He could play safety. Obviously, he, he could play corner. But, no, that'll be a great pickup for him. I would love to see they get them get him in free agency, man, and then go in this draft and get them some wide outs. And the linebacker. 
linebacker, clearly. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, clearly, because Dallas is prioritizing Dak and Cooper, uh, yeah. their contracts, this works in our favor. And in my opinion, pairing Jones up with a young guy like Trayvon Mullen, that gets me so hyped because yeah. they could potentially be one of the best, if not the best, cornerback tandems in the NFL. I'm all for it. Yes, it's going to be expensive. I think he's going to demand something about like 15 mil per year, some crazy contract like that. But okay. I do not care. The Raiders have the cap space to do it. Make it happen. And the bottom line is, as you know, the Raiders have to play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs twice a year. Okay, so in order to win the division, they got to get past the Chiefs. And in order to beat the Chiefs, guess what? You need to be solid in your secondary. So they need some playmakers. So this is your chance to make a splash, Mike Mayock. 100%. Go get him, man. Go get him. I mean, you got to throw the bag at him, but go get him. I mean, he's going to help your team. But yes, man, I'm in free agency, man. I'm, I'm trying to rack up on the defensive side of the ball. That's just Facts. my plan. Yep. I'm trying to get a middle linebacker. I'm trying to get a corner in in the, in the uh, free agency. Maybe even a safety. In the draft. Man, I would love to see them bring Carl back. I know, me too. But we don't know what's going to happen. I feel like he might get a little more somewhere I just else. feel like he could get him at the right price. I mean, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how, who, like what other teams are interested. And clearly, if... They're not interested. The Raiders will bring him back at a cheaper price for sure. Yeah, you never know what you never know what teams think of you. So you know that's a, that's a good thing about free agency. I hope uh, his uh, value is high though. I hope he's valued. I hope you know teams go after him because I think he deserves it. However, at the same time, selfishly, I wish teams don't want him because I do want him back as well. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. And we know if it's any market that's going down in the National Football League right now, it's the safety market. Yes, so yes, for sure. They ain't really making a lot of money. Well, I'm, I can't wait to see what the Raiders do come March 18th. Free agency is going to be wild. I hope that Mike Mayock and John Gruden are aggressive. But we are going to move on to the NFL Combine. And James Jones, I was actually very bummed after the Combine because I realized my two dream prospects are probably not going to be Oakland or, excuse me, wow, this is going to be horrible, Las Vegas Raiders. They're not going to be Las Vegas Raiders. It's going to take You're not going to be the first one to mess that one up. Trust me. I know, but they're not going to be Las Vegas Raiders because they'll be well off the board by the time the Raiders pick at 12. Um, Mm. And I'm not a fan of the Raiders moving up to get anybody because it's going to cost too much, in my opinion. But who are the two guys you think I'm talking about? Who do you think? Uh, Well, I mean, I I know one for sure in the C.D. Lamb. I know. Yeah, that's one of them. And what do you think of the other one is? Is it a linebacker? Yes. Is it LSU? No, that's Patrick Queen. I'm talking. Yeah, who, I'm who talking like? about. Are you kidding me? I I think you took a day off. Oh, you're talking the about the safety from uh, Clemson. Do you mean? Well, he did play for safety. Slash linebacker. Yeah, yeah linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isaiah Simmons. Lord have mercy. Oh, he gone. Foul. He top five. He top five for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But let's he start gone. with. We'll, we'll start with the wide receivers though. I I literally yeah. when I oh my god when I saw his forty time I said oh, shut up. I was on the treadmill. I stopped. Yeah. I was like hold up and I had to go look it up and uh, watch it because I was like I do not believe that yeah. big boy ran. A- but I had a I had a plan for the Raiders though. So before we even get into this, so you oh, know you the plan. other day I was on the network okay. and I told I told. Um, David Carr, okay. I said, I'm gonna be a GM one day. Okay, right? you are. Okay. And I said, this is this will be my plan. Right now, looking at my Raiders ball club, yep. I said this will be my plan. Before they even said they would pursue Byron Jones, I said this will be my plan. Okay, what's your plan? I said I'm going to sign Byron Jones. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm gonna try to go after uh what's my man, Littleton from the Rams. I said that too as yeah, well. Yeah, if I can't get him, 
Yeah. I'm going to try to go after Blake Martinez because Blake Martinez yeah. is a tackling machine. Young dude went to Stanford. That's, that's the guy from the Packers. The Packers. Guy. And then guess what? Yeah. The Packers are trying to go after Littleton as well. Yeah. So he's always available too. like he never misses games. So I said, I'm going to try to do that on the defensive side of the ball. Right. So now I got two very good corners. I got a very good safety and Abram coming back. I still got uh, not Joseph, but uh joiner back there yeah. you know and then i could put blake martinez in there at linebacker okay. and i said in the draft i'm surprising everybody oh god what you doing and i said at number 12 if cd lamb is there i'm taking cd lamb but but that's not surprising nobody but he ain't gonna be there i know i know and i said at number 12 if cd lamb isn't there i'm taking jerry judy Okay, that's not a surprise yeah. either. So where's your surprise coming? No, it's coming? not a surprise. <laughs> and your surprise? I said, it's coming. And I said, then at number 19, okay. I'm taking Henry Ruggs. Oh, so you going back back to back. I'm going come, go, come <laughs> cover us. Come, Kansas City, you want this what you want? This hey. what you, let's go, Kansas City. We got a 4-2 on the outside like y'all got some 4-2s yeah, yeah, on the outside. Yeah. We got we got Ju- we got Judy on the other side. We got Tyrell Woods. We got Hunter Renfro, and we still got a big time O line because you're gonna be backed up, and we are gonna <laughs> run this thing down your throat too. But I'm I'm telling you, I'm gonna be the receiver. best GM in the world, and I said I'm gonna get two very good wide receivers for five years for cheap. Yeah, you are. You are around around Derek Carr, and we are gonna go. To work. And then you spend your money on a guy like Byron Jones and a Corey yes. Littleton. And free agency. Yeah, and free agency. And plus the linebacker uh draft class this year is, is lightweight deep. You could kind of get you can get somebody at the second round. That's and good. now we and now we have a Ferrari. Yeah, okay. I like that actually because we have a Ferrari on offense. No, I like that because that's kind of Kansas City S with the speed. Um yes. and since you did bring up Henry Ruggs, who is freaking lightning fast, talk about that being Al Davis's dream receiver. 42740, and he was pissed. He wanted to get yeah. the record. He was yeah. pissed. But I'm just saying, you add two dudes like that. With Tyrell Williams, with Hunter Renfro, with the O-line, with Josh Jacobs in the backfield. That, I'm telling you. And they're both Alabama guys, which would be actually kind of cool. And you you just get them. Then you're off and you got them for five years. And then in the second... The third, the fourth, <laughs> you go get depth at the defense. You go yeah. get depth in the defense. Yeah, you just go all defense. I'm, I'm done but with I'm, the offense. I'm surprised, surprised. We're going to get both these boys. And please, man, if CD is there at 12 and you get CD and Ruggs, ooh. Okay, so hold on. I want to talk about CD then because I, I saw you on the network, actually. And CD, you know, he didn't run super fast at the 44, 540, but it doesn't matter. 34 and a half inch vert, 11 reps on the bench. Uh, but his field work was unbelievable. Neither, neither, did, neither did Hopkins. Neither yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. All those guys were slow in the 40. Neither, it doesn't matter. Neither did Devontae Adams. Neither did Keenan Allen. Neither did <laughs> a lot of Michael Thomas. I could keep going. Yes, All these I know. <laughs> yeah. Like the measurement stuff, yeah. I mean, is really cool for guys who like like testing, you know, tests like that yeah. um, and all the measurables. But at the same time, is that going to translate on football field? You know, it's completely different when you're in pads on the football field doing football work. Now, this is not a track meet. 
We ain't doing no track and field stuff. I told everybody before the combine started, I don't care. CD went out there, dropped every ball, ran an eight one. Oh, see, I don't know about dropping every ball, but Man, listen, <laughs> I don't care if he went out there at the combine, dropped every ball, ran an eight one, turn his tape on. Yeah. When you turn the tape on from what he's done every year he's been at college, is he's just he's a different dude. And he has stuff that you can't coach, mm-hmm. that you can't teach. He has stuff to wear game on the line. I don't care if you cover. We throwing it over there anyway. You right. You know? No, you right. And a quarterback's best friend is a receiver who could get yak. That adds a couple thousand yards to the uh, quarterback's stat line. <laughs> that, equals, that equals MVP. Exactly. You know? But let's be real. CD, he's going to be gone at eight. He's going to Arizona. I'm going to cry. He's going to join his former Oklahoma buddy. Arizona need a lot. Arizona need a lot of stuff though. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they took him. If anybody took him, I wouldn't be surprised. But There's I wouldn't be no surprised if they didn't CD, take him. Do you think CD will will drop to 12? I don't think CD going out the top 10, no. But I you wouldn't be surprised so. if Arizona didn't take him at 8. Okay, so so even let's just say he's at there at 10 and then I don't know, would you move up if you were the Raiders just to get him? Or you stay put? Or if he was there, sorry, still at seven, and you think Arizona's going to take him, would you move up? No, because I know that I got, I still got a chance. To you get, got other options. Yeah, I got a chance to get uh my man from uh, I'm drawing. You oh, we talking about Jerry Judy and then um. Yeah, you, I got a chance to get Jerry Judy. So yeah, and then Rugs. But okay, now let me tell you about what really impressed me. I know the measurables you said doesn't matter, but this dude is five eleven, and what was his vert forty two. A 42-inch vert at 5'11". That's crazy, James. That's crazy at 6'7". <laughs> That's crazy. You get in the 40s at any height. that You bounce, bounce. That's that's what they call bounce right there. And apparently his hands are bigger, too, than Jerry Judy's and C.D. Lambs. I know that really doesn't matter at some point. But if you think about it, he's a 5'11 dude who runs a 4'27 and has a 42-inch vert. That's yeah. freak. That's a freak. Yeah. Yeah, but but when you turn on the tape, <laughs> when you turn on the tape, I mean, he don't he don't look like these other two. I mean, he's not far off, but yeah. these other two are just in a world of their own this year. So, what did you like from Jerry Judy? Because obviously his his numbers weren't crazy either, but on the field work, you could see some good stuff. I I just think Jerry Judy at the combine was was as advertised. You know what I mean? He came out there, he ran a full foe. He showed how explosive he was in and out of his cuts and running his routes. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just showed what you've seen on film. We knew what we've seen on film. He's a he's a sp- technician at running routes. He came out there, man, especially on the post corners. Yeah. You know, when he was running those post corners, you've seen like, oh, we can't too many people, you know, get in and out of their cuts like that. Mm-hmm. So I just think he was as advertised. He came out there and showed people, look, what you've seen on tape is real. You know, this is me. And I felt like him and C.D. Lamb both did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you didn't blow it off the doors, running four threes and all that. But you show what you've seen on tape is what you're going to get. This is me catching the ball super easy. You know what I mean? In and out of your breaks, running routes. And that's what you want. You want football players. You don't, you don't need no track stars. You know what's crazy? I'm looking at uh, the numbers right now, and I'm seeing that Jerry Judy, his vert was 35. It's a 35-inch vert, and I'm just thinking about <laughs> thinking about rugs jumping 42. Like, how? Yeah. Like that's seven inches more. Like, yeah. that's crazy. I'm really, like, I became a fan of rugs, and it sucks because it's by measurables, but. Yeah, some dudes are exposed. That's why I'm going to get both of them. 
Cause he is he you think like more of a Tyreek Hill type dude, Henry Ruggs? Yeah, I think you're gonna get a Tyreek Hill type guy because like I when I watch Henry Ruggs, he doesn't just scream track guy to me. He screams fast football player. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of people, a lot of the fast dudes scream scream track guys. He just screams fast football player. Because a lot of the stuff when you turn on his tapes, he's catching in routes. He's catching curl routes. It's not just you turn on Henry Ruggs tape and he's catching bomb after bomb after bomb. A lot of his catches is catch and run. You know he in the middle of the field he, he taking hits and all that type of stuff like he's a very good fast football player you know what i'm saying yeah. so that's why i said he will be there at 19 unless it's a domino effect that receiver and these teams start pressing because that could happen too that because happen if cd too. lamb if cd lamb go off the board at eight if jerry judy might not make it to 12 oh, <laughs> i know and you know? then you're like what do you do and then you might have to take henry ruggs at 12 Henry ruggs at 12 yeah you know, or they might be in for falling in love with another one of these dudes in the draft that, you know, shoot Colorado or something, well, you know. But I think I think one of them will fall in his lap at 12 because a lot of these other teams in front of them need got got bigger needs than receiver. No, for sure. And you know what, though? Here's the thing. You never know what's going to happen. But the one thing is you do go into the draft with the strategy. You do go into the draft with your board and who you like, you know, your prospects, one through whatever the heck, um, et cetera. But the strategy is going to also be dependent on what you do in free agency. So let's just say, James, that the Raiders – don't get a Corey Littleton. They don't get a Blake Martinez in free agency. So that brings me to my next my next draft prospect, which I'm just so sad that he he didn't even do on the field work. But because of his freakish athletic ability at 6'4", 238 pounds, Isaiah Simmons just solidified himself as a top five pick, which I thought he was a top 10 pick. But now I'm like, Lord have mercy. Like, that's a top five, dude. You're 6'4", 238 pounds. You run a 4'3", 940. He also had a 39-inch vert and 11-foot yeah. broad jump. Yeah. He, again, didn't do on-the-field things, but all you have to do is turn on the tape and see what he did at Clemson, and you're like, yeah, this guy's a G. He could play anywhere on the field. So this is a guy who can cover tight ends, cover running backs, can literally, as I mentioned, line up anywhere on the football field. I remember Clemson, they lined him up at free safety. And now you know why he did that. Because guess mm-hmm. what? He's a freak. He can play anywhere. When he's asked, what position do you play? He says, I play defense. There it is. I'm a defensive player, baby. I love it. I mean, that's like. It. But who doesn't want a guy like that that's that's versatile like that? That's that you what I'm can saying. So what do the Raiders the do? This... Fallon, he gone, Fallon. No, but, but that's my point. Because, okay, did you see when he ran his 40? It was hilarious. Mike yeah. Mayock turned to Gunther and was laughing. He was yeah. like. Yo, that yeah. that would be obviously Paul Gunther's dream guy as well. But do you move up to get a guy like that or do you just stand pat? It's, let's just say if you do not make the moves you should have made in free agency and get a linebacker in free agency and now you're stuck with still that hole. Do yeah. you move up to get a guy like Isaiah Simmons? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm sitting there. I'm telling you, I'm sitting there at 12. I'm I'm sitting there at 12. All right. One of these receivers is going to jump in my lap. I'm going wide out first. One of these receivers is going to jump in my lap. And then at 19, surprise, surprise, the card is in. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking another one. So what are you going to do at linebacker? I'm saying, and we're going to get these boys in these second rounds and all that type stuff, man. But I'm, I'm bank. I know we said, what if we, we don't get a linebacker, but I think they are going to get a good linebacker in free agency. I hope they get a good linebacker in free agency. Because they automatic to me, they already know what they're doing at twelve. 
right? You think I the Raiders like, know that they do? You think they say I'm getting receiver regardless? I feel like the Raiders is going wide out 100% at wide. I mean, at 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 12, whether yeah. it's Lamb or Judy, okay. at 12, just because that's what Gruden wanted last year. That's why he went and traded and gave AB that new contract. He wanted that big time playmaker on the outside of Derek Carr. He added Tyrell Williams on mm-hmm. the on the other side. You draft Hunter Renfro. Like he wants weapons on that side of the ball. He knows you need weapons on that side of the ball for your quarterback to play at the play at his highest level. So to me, they're going to get that guy that they they think is Antonio Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah, and for me, true. for me, it's it's, it's Lamb or Judy. And then at nineteen, hey, <laughs> so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in Vegas too. I need to contact I need to contact uh, contact Gruden and then let me go out there and uh, get a car for Henry Ruggs at nineteen. <laughs> you know what sucks? I guess their um, their war room is gonna be still in Alameda. They're not actually gonna be in Vegas. Yeah, but somebody got to take the card up there. Though. I know. What I'm saying I'm, is, I think that yeah. sucks. I wish that they were actually in Vegas. That would be awesome. But yeah, I I, w- I want you to take the card up there. I want yeah, you. Yeah, but that. I know I you know my man does the whole first round. So yeah. Okay. Else do the first round, but I, that, that's what I think they should do. Okay, so I love how that's what you think that they should do, but let's just say that the free agent big splash is going to be Byron Jones, right? Their corner, and they yes. don't, they do not feel the need at linebacker, and they're not going to trade up for an Isaiah Simmons. So at twelve, you take one of the wide receivers that are uh, that are yeah. available, and let's just say nineteen, I got to give me a linebacker exactly, and I. And I and I love Queen from LSU right now. I feel like he's, he's a little Isaiah, small. He's a little small, Isaiah's but gone. but he could run though. Yeah, you know I know that's I'm all that matters. He yeah. can run, and and the way our game is going nowadays, like you ain't got to be that Ray Lewis coming down thumping people and hitting them backwards and all that stuff. You just got to make the tackle. Yeah, and you got to cover. The, but the but the biggest thing, Fallon, is just like you said, you have to cover. cover. These running backs are backs are shifty, mm-hmm. motioning out the backfield, and these linebackers they are forcing these linebackers to cover. So you want linebackers that can run, that can move, that can cover. And to me, I feel like he's the he's the second best one to be able to do that. And if you could get him at 19, I feel like that's a good value down there at 19. Yeah, that's a good value. Some people actually thought he would slip in the second round, but then his draft stock kind of went up a little bit late. And then um, it sucks because him and Kenneth Murray both got injured running the 40. So we didn't even get to see any of their on-the-field work. I really like Kenneth Murray, too. You like That's what I was going to ask. So I was and wondering, like, between Kenneth and Patrick, which way do you go? I, I like Patrick just because I feel like Patrick plays faster on the football field. Okay. You know? And I feel like he's a better cover. I feel like he covers the running backs in that better. But... I mean, Murray, he's just a tackling machine. I mean, you look up in the box scores, and he got 15 tackles in the second quarter, and it's like, shoot, all you hear is his name. But I need a guy that, that can cover, you know? And I don't need a thumper that's going to come down there and hit you backwards. I just I need a guy that can cover. I still want to get a linebacker in the first round. I know you want to go all in on offense, and that sounds good. But if they don't take care of business and free agency and get a linebacker, um, it will be interesting to see what they do with that 19th pick. So, and- this, is, so this is my thing. What? So this is my thing, Fallon. What? What's your thing? As a GM that I'm going to be one day. Okay. Right? All right. I look at it as just because that's a need that we need, is this dude a game changer? You're talking about when you're drafting at 19. Yeah, I'm just talking about drafting in the first round period because oh, I feel like period. that that has to be a game changer. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So just because we need a linebacker and we get to 19 and this dude is there and Henry Ruggs is there too – Who's going to be the game changer for our team, though? Oh, yeah, Henry Ruggs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like is is Queen that much better than Burfitt? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, is he going to be that much of a difference in Burfick? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or is Henry Ruggs and whoever we got on the other side <laughs> going to be a bigger difference? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going off of dudes that I think are like, can really be a game changer, man. You know what I mean? Those yeah. are the guys that I'm going after. Not just because I, I I need the need. I, I could find somebody that could get out there and play linebacker for me if I'm scoring 37 a game. Does it make you nervous that last year they took Cleveland Farrell at four and here we are, you know, discussing what they need to do and you're hoping that they do, they go wide receiver, wide receiver, yeah. wide receiver, yeah, linebacker? It makes, yeah, it makes me nervous because it has me thinking like, we don't know what the hell Gruden and Mayock is going <laughs> to do because, <laughs> because nobody thought they was going to take Farrell. We all sitting there looking like, huh? Like what? You know what I mean? Like you got these dogs out there and you taking feral butt. So you, yes. So I am a little nervous because it's like, shoot, what are they going to do? But the only thing that gives me confidence in this is because when I heard Mayock talk at the podium, he's, they asked him about receivers and he kind of downplayed them all. Like, oh man, you need this at receiver and that yeah. at receivers. It's hard to find receivers. He so let me know. He don't want to tell nobody. He don't want to yeah, tell nobody who's actually you're going looking at these, these wide outs, boy. Don't act yeah, like yeah. you ain't finna <laughs> get these yeah, wide yeah, outs. Yeah, yeah, And he secretly did, though, make, uh, make some comments about Isaiah Simmons and what a game changer he is, and especially playing the AFC West, the type of tight ends and running backs that you got to cover. So I got excited about the Isaiah Simmons. And then when I saw his testing results, I was like, never mind. He's going top five. We, we ain't yeah. even in the conversation for that. I think somebody's going to – I think somebody's going to take him high, high. Yeah, I think so, too. And I know we're saying top five, but I think he's going to mess around, come off that board like at three, three, and we all going to be sitting here looking like, hey, he's we can't blame it. him. Yeah, he's worth it. <laughs> we can't blame him. It's, I mean, a versatile dude like that that you can move around and all that, man, you can't blame him. So, yeah, he's going to be – he definitely ain't making it to 12. Last thing, because some guys didn't, you know, do the on-field work, and especially guys like Queen and Murray who got injured during the 40 ahead of the on-field work, we got to see what they're – what they're working with at their pro day. How much do you weigh their pro day? Because pro day is very controlled environment, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. But I mean, at the end of the day, even the combine, like guys that we did not think were gonna like blow it up at the combine, you still got to go back and watch the tape. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that like, for, like for me, that's why I said I I didn't care if. If CD came out there and ran a 4-8, because now I'm going to go back to the tape. Okay, he ran a 4-8. Is he not getting separation from these dudes? Is he not breaking tackles, getting yak? Well, I don't see that on the tape. He running away from these dudes at 4-8. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to take him anyway. So if you get them out there on these drills and say they look garbage, you know what I mean? Now you go back to the go back to the film like okay is he looking garbage in these certain situations where we put him through these drills in the game mm-hmm. oh shoot he is all right yeah we don't want him all right he no he dominating like he looked way yeah. better than his drill so you so you take him yeah. so sometimes i feel like that stuff is 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 overrated i just think the scouts want to see you move around yeah and obviously if you blow it out the door it could help you yeah because a lot of people's stock you know uh-huh. their stock rises at the combine you see a guy like justin yeah. herbert right yeah and that's what I'm saying. When you when you test like that, you know what I mean? Justin Herbert, we know, hey, he's a very good quarterback. He made all the throws you ever wanted to see. So then when he got to the combine, they're like, oh, we didn't know he was that athletic or run that fast, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. on top of what we've seen on film. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so it, can, so it can help you, you know? But, you know, linebackers like that that are going to be first-round picks, man, they just want to see these boys get out there and move around. They're not going to look garbage out there. And then at Pro Day – 
do you weigh that as much as you weigh the combine? Absolutely, especially especially if it's the first time you've seen them. You know, doing certain drills like you yeah, know, because they're gonna take them through certain drills that they want to see. So it's gonna be the first time you've seen them. It's gonna be like a baby combine for themselves because they didn't participate in the combine. Yeah, because so, you didn't see Burrow throw. You didn't see two. Uh, so all these dudes is gonna have that combine, but they throw into their own guys. You got two exactly controlled. Two, Two are throwing the rugs and Judy and all that. They boys is gonna be on the money, you know. <laughs> you got Jeffrey, Justin Jefferson out there, and, you know. Them boys is gonna be on the money at LSU. So, do you think Jefferson is going to go first, late first round? One hundred percent. Yeah, but then it would be a reach if the Raiders got him at nineteen. Let's say, let's say rugs goes <laughs> off the board before nineteen. We're like, dang, we thought we was gonna get him. Do you go and reach for a, a Jefferson because you want that? you know, second wide receiver, or let's just say the Raiders go defense first at 12, yeah. and you're like, crap, the top three guys are gone. I got to get a another wide well, out. First, well, first off, if the Raiders go defense at 12, I'm turning the TV off, so I'm not even going to know who they're getting <laughs> at 19 because <I, laughs> I'm not watching no more. But, they could trade back. They could probably trade yeah, back and get some but stuff. Second off, I am in love with Justin Jefferson, but yeah. I just said, what? Do I truly believe like they he's a game, game changer on the outside over there? I don't know. Do I feel like he's a very good complimentary receiver to a to a good group? Absolutely, because he can he can run good routes and he, you know, he's four four, he can run, but I don't know if he's a game changer where he comes out there and lines up and you like, hey, we gotta back up. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. When Ruggs jogs out there, they say, get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So at 19, what you're saying is you wouldn't get him at 19. If anything, you would no. trade back and, and you know, exactly. get some draft capital and yeah. then get him later. Because I feel like he, I feel like he's going to be there in the late 20s. Yeah, for sure. You know. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. There's so much speculation still because, again, free agency has so much to do with what the Raiders are going to do during the draft. So I cannot wait till free agency opens. I, what is it? March 18th. Woo! Oh, it's going to be some drama. They better hope, man. This lockout about to come. Ain't going to be no you're right. creators. You're right. You're right. Hey, what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you really think that, you know, they're not going to come to an agreement? You think there will be a lockout? I mean, I don't know, man. I haven't really talked to a lot of the players about it and kind of dug my nose in it and all that yet. But, I mean, the way it's going, some of the stuff that I just hear and see on TV and, and Twitter and stuff, yeah, it could possibly could be a lockout coming. I don't think it's going to be for long. You know, I don't think it's going to be a long lockout, but I feel like it could be a lockout for a little bit. I hope not. For the players' sake, obviously, they got to do what's best for them. So, yes, stand pat, stay stay strong, don't sign no crap that you don't, you know, feel comfortable with. 100%. But it sucks for the free agents. But it sucks too. for the free agents. It sucks yeah. for the guys who are not making a lot of money. You heard the uh, Pouncy twins talk about yeah. step it up, pay for your young guys' rent if you need, if you know, if they need help, et cetera. Yeah. Have their back. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. So um, that's the only thing that sucks. All the rich guys is chilling. They straight. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. But all the other guys are struggling. Yeah, them hundred million dollar dudes and all that is like whatever. Lock out for whatever you want. You know <laughs> what I mean? But yeah, them them young fellas that's trying to struggle to make the team and ain't got no checks coming in. They they need that exactly. So it's so hard. It's it's really a, a tough situation. Yeah. But um, and then as an NFL fan, you just want them to play football. So I'm like, come on, get this done. Come to an agreement. Yeah. They better get it done. They know how much money they're gonna be missing out if it's a lockout. Yeah, facts on facts. Especially them uh the rich owners. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Keeping It 300. If you haven't done so already, please rate us and write a review. We would really, really appreciate it. Till next time, for James, I'm Fallon. We out. Peace. <laughs>